Okay, we're about to go live. Let's just put this on. Dr. Yassim, salam alaikum. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. How are you, everybody? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Ramadan Mubarak, Dr. Ramadan Mubarak. How are you? And how is things around in Britain? Is everything is good, Alhamdulillah. 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 Okay. Doctor, we're um, we're about to uh, set up now on the on the live. If you give me just a minute. Okay, Mumtaz. We're um we're we're live. Uh, Doctor Jasim, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you all there from Qatar. Most welcome. Allah Um We are incredibly excited um, for uh, for this for this for this segment. It's going to be a pretty quick one because uh, uh, our good doctor is uh, short on time, but we really appreciate him coming on. Inshallah, the structure of the conversation will be a thirty-minute talk, um, uh, and then inshallah, the um, will be a Q&A segment um, with the um, with the doctor. Uh, and then, inshallah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, as a brief introduction to Dr. Jassim, Dr. Jassim is a globally renowned thought leader, intellectual writer, lecturer in a variety of topics, uh, mainly around evolving and building the capacity of young generations to enable them to better build their nation and serve humanity. He's also set up um, the uh, Nahda project, which aims to cast a more open inquiry into an Islamic-oriented social change allowing youth more autonomy to design their own projects with a focus on mentorship to help them succeed. Uh, Dr. Jassim, welcome. Thank you very much. So, the, 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 uh, now I have to just deliver the talk. Please. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting somebody else to do it. <laughs> maybe, maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, my 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 project actually, which I was worked for uh, for now around thirty years, uh, is uh, uh, revolving around the question of uh, reformation and change. Uh, this started around. Um, um, the year uh, 1984. I was in Britain at that time, and there was uh, a peak of the Islamic movement and Islamic activity at that time. People who are in my age, they can remember that time where was, there was a, a lot of activities which is around Islam. And at that time, uh, the Afghani hope and the rest of the uh, Islamic movement was just about to say that there is the, what they call the Islamic State and things is going that way. So at that time, there was a big question, is this real? And is this uh, will be uh, maturated in what people think is possible? Uh, at that time, we get through a long discussion in Britain between too many people who are studying there, most of them as uh, uh, students working for their uh, doctorate and for their 
membership of Royal College and physicians and there is engineers and things like this. Uh, it took around two or three months of discussions. Final conclusion was this not going to work. And that was raised a question in my mind. So what's going to work then? If all this activity, all this uh, energy which we put in, in, in all these activities is not going to work. Why it's not going to work? And what is else, what else we can do to make it work? So uh, at that time, I uh, decided to shift from medical uh, concerns. Uh, I was uh, working in a hospital at that time, so I decided to shift to the humanities. Uh, I started reading for, uh, for this project from 1984 uh, till uh, around 2000. And I, 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 at that time, uh, I thought that I have uh, concluded a few things and I'd like to share it with other people. Uh, so the main project was actually is what is our current situation as Muslims, uh, which is a big question, a big question because we are around a uh, billion uh, of Muslims around the world uh, plus. Uh, and the question is uh, to analyze all this situation is, is very difficult. It's, it's, it's uh, almost nearly impossible, but uh, what is our situation as Muslims in general, and what is the future we would like to be, uh, and uh, the vision we are looking for. Uh, I, I, my, my thinking at that time that uh, I was on the, on the main road, I was there, and I have something to say to the young generation. Uh, I was, uh, at that time, I was in my 50s, so I thought it is a mature age to deliver a message uh, to young generations. So they did not pass through the same uh, way I passed it through because we, ha we have a long, long way from the 70s till, uh, till the 2000. Uh, so uh, to conclude that, uh, I differentiated between three levels of work. Uh, the first one is the state. Uh, how states gets from underdevelopment to uh, development and to the communities because I was in Britain at that time I saw the situation of the communities the Muslim communities so the communities how they can pass from this stage of alienation to be uh, effective uh, community in, 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 in uh, wherever they are in, in Europe or America. And uh, the third level is the individual level, how we can prepare people for the future. So I will just pass the idea of the state because that is a huge idea. How states gets uh, from underdevelopment to development is a question. Uh, the community is yours actually because you have to do that. That work is still need a lot of work to be done to analyze the situation of the community and to see where the, what is the future of these communities in Britain and in, in, in the rest in rest of Europe. And I will concentrate on the individual uh, uh, information and the change which we need actually to uh, to adopt 
and uh, to get through to the next level of work. So uh, my work actually is just to make a bridge between the current situation of uh, the level of the individuals to the next stage of the future uh, vision and how to prepare people to do the work which is needed actually for their either the state or the community or for themselves. Uh, I noticed that most of what they call leadership programs actually is concentrating on management uh, and management ideas and the tools. So how to plan your time, how to plan for your uh, company, how to plan for X, how to do this, how to do that. It's about skills, all of it. Now, change actually is not about skills. It's about the deeper ideas, how we see the world around us. Because if you give somebody a chisel and a hammer uh, without having the material to work upon with the hammer and chisel, it will not work. So the hammer is that uh, wealth of ideas which is carried by the people actually. So uh, I designed a program uh, which I call 360 program. And we deliver part of it in, in Britain uh, around, the, I think, the last year. Uh, that was a small part of it. Regarding those 360 degrees uh, of, of, of work, which should be, and knowledge, which should be carried uh, with the people who is going to, to make the change really alive. That part of it is, is a huge part, actually but it's not a lengthy one because we designed the program around uh, modules and models. And uh, it's conceptual program where people is getting a minimum amount of information, but structural and up to the point. It's regard, this program was regarding how to see the world actually, philosophically, politically, economically, and how to see the history in general and our history of, as Muslims. And it goes on to talk about geopolitics and uh, uh, economy and politics by itself <clears throat> and religion. And finally, how to manage things. So it is a four quadrant program, which is carried for the people to, who are willing actually to be part of the critical mass. So one of the key ideas which I am propagating that we need a critical mass who are really believing in a project of the future. For the time being, there is a lot of, of, of uh, problems uh, regarding young Muslims. Too many of them are uh, giving up and losing hope actually in the future, or they are just carrying their own life without any purpose, real purpose for the future. So how to uh, reform all this situation and make it working again. Uh, I wrote uh, uh, 18 books regarding these subjects in different, from different angles. All of these angles which I, uh, I use actually is regarding the same subjects, how to build the critical knowledge for people who is willing to be leaders of the future. Uh, and avoiding that uh, extra talking regarding 
management by itself, skills by itself, because there are too many people who's working with the skills, but uh, the, the, the meat of the, of the whole things, the real things is nobody's talking about. So I concentrated on that in that topic. Now, how we can move from here to there, actually, I, from myself, I think that for individuals, uh, they have to do three things. One is to uh, build themselves uh, by real knowledge, how to see the world again by a new, uh, by, by a new way uh, of thinking. And the second thing, how to work together because Muslims is divided even in their uh, communities uh, between Salafis and between Khwan Muslimin and between other groups, which is all the time is just uh, getting more and more in numbers. Uh, how to get through all these divisions and to, to work together is a problem because we need uh, a main uh, 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 main main line of work, uh, so all all of us can work within even the minimum uh, minimum uh, conditions. Uh, this is now impossible because people is divided, and we need to solve this problem. So we have good ideas. We have to work together, and. Uh, the third thing, which is also an uh, important part of it, we have to change the, uh, the system of thinking, which is the more, most difficult part, actually, in any uh, nation. Their way of thinking, their way of thinking is very problematic. And uh, right now, we are having it. Now, we will, we will inshallah, you will come to the Eid uh, of uh, Ramadan. And you will have the problem of Hilal. So the day we solve this problem scientifically, instead of thinking about what he said and that said, because this is a scientific fact that there is one Hilal, there is no three or four Hilals. And scientifically, we can get it right from day one without thinking more about it. But yet, we will continue at the same problem, asking the same questions and running in circle all the time. This is because the way of thinking is not changing, we are still thinking uh, in the old ways, which is uh, the time is proving that it is not a good way to think. Uh, so on this individual part, uh, we have uh, developed a program and we have developed books for that. And we are propagating the message and training people on, on, on that regard. So, uh, in conclusion, in all of these things, uh, we are trying to build the capacity of the young generation uh, not to continue in the same old programs, but to, to make a shift in the paradigm to a paradigm which can make us uh, be effective in, in the future, a nearby future. And we can deliver what we are promising instead of turning in circles all the, all the time. This is, this is the, in a nutshell, uh, uh, what I would like to uh, deliver, and I'll leave the rest for the questioning. So the floor is for you. Okay, okay, excellent. Um, thank you for that uh, brief introduction, uh, Dr. Jassim. 
Uh, and like I said, inshallah, in the future, there will be more room for engagement and collaboration with us. And this is just, just the beginning. Um, um, I'll, I'll kick off um, the first question that I have, and then um, I'll, I'll leave it to, to the rest of the team that can um, um, go into the, you know, the, the range of questions that we um, um, hopefully uh, will ask. Um, Dr. Jas, in your, you've, you've pointed out to these three key uh, aspects that you think are incredibly important to build the capacity for the next generation of leaders. Um, have you seen any, uh, because you, you've got a unique perspective in terms of having engaged with the community in the West and back home, have you seen any uh, particular different needs in the young generation in, in the West, for instance, and the young generation in the Middle East? Um, uh, and if you have, what are they? And, and if you've seen more commonalities than differences, what are those commonalities? And how do you think we can, um, uh, you can, you can, you can find a way to bring together the upcoming generation in the West and 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 in the East? I think the the main difference is that there is identity crisis regarding group young generation who's living uh, in Western communities. Despite the, they are the second generation and the third generation probably, but still there is that problem of uh, identity crisis. Uh, having said that, we need a theory regarding this, which align people with their new community, which is not in your <laughs> regarding that because people know the, the past around the probably 100 years in these countries, so they are not new, but still we are carrying that, uh, that antagonism with, with, uh, with uh, the society we are living in. And that will need uh, a huge work, theoretical work, actually, to analyze this, the situation and to adopt a new, uh, a new paradigm in seeing these things. So new generations are being propagating the message uh, differently to uh, the, the families. They deliver the message to the a new generation differently than just trying to be afraid that those people will be uh, uh, dissolved in, the, in this new community. So we have to protect them by adding more, more uh, protection lines, uh, ending up by alienation from the community. So they are not British and they are not uh, Somalis, they are not uh, Eritreans, they are not Arabs. They are there are something in between, which is very, very, very painful actually for young generation. So we have to 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 get to through that problem. Uh, the, but the next, the other problems actually is we have we are having still um, uh, in 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 Britain at least. I have no knowledge actually except about Britain because I lived a lengthy time in Britain. Uh, but I think the rest of the of the European community is the same. That still we are. Uh, delivering uh, for the young generation the same sort of ideas which is maybe maybe i'm not sure that it's even suitable for our situation in our countries but it's propagated there and uh, being uh, rooted again in the community uh, in the west and the new generations actually need uh, new ideas a new dream for their future and to see themselves uh, as active participants in the life around them so they are not making uh, a castle but making a bridge to the community that's the difference between between being uh, 
uh, enthusiastic about how to be uh, a good part of the community instead of being an isolated part of the community all the time is afraid of that somebody will raid the, our castle. So this is, so this is this is very important actually. The rest of it actually the problem of knowledge. Uh, I, I can see it around here and there because the idea of uh, human development which is exactly related either about positive psychology or about uh, management skills is uh, cultivating the land where people actually need to know about politics, about history, about philosophy, about things which is re really can change the personality and perspective of life. And this is not happening either here or there. We are just fighting up on the ground to, to get the ground for these ideas to go on. Uh, so this is, this is the situation right now. This is the difference between here and there. There is no uh, identity crisis around here, but from cultural point of view, still we are lagging behind here and there. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, please. Uh, thank you for that, Dr. Uh, Justin. And then, uh, like I said, yeah, yes, you can uh, now take it forward with the questions that we've, um, we've, we've been having coming in. Yeah, thank you for the okay. answer, Doctor. I appreciate that. Um, I think that answered um, in, a, in a very good way. And I think it's a, a good coincidence as well that one of the first questions that we received was very similar to what you answered just now. So someone asked, um, a lot of people are having a lot of Muslims in the West are having an experience now where they might start in a new job or a new environment and they are the first Muslim to be there and there isn't anyone else that's kind of paved the way before them. So how can we, in order to avoid this identity crisis, as you say, um, what's the best way to conduct yourself so that you are integrating, but at the same time you are also holding on to your own morals and traditions and building bridges, as you're saying, instead of becoming a castle in, in a foreign place? Actually, the most important thing which is common between all people is good characters. So you, if you are Muslims or Hindu or whatever, and you are working in a place, if you have a good character, good deeds, then that will show itself. And people will just uh, ignore the part which is the difference between you and them, and they will concentrate on this good deeds. I know a lot of our brothers, actually, they worked when their language was not that good and were in a situation where they are just being seen as different. Uh, but with time, people get trust on them because they have a good character, good moral, uh, actually, uh, moral ideas and uh, moral behavior. And they have concentrated in their relations with the other people to be as good as possible. Uh, being uh, merciful, being uh, generous, being kind. This is the things which cross the bridges wherever you are in the world. So you can pass any bridges if you have that characters. That's an excellent answer. Thank you very much for that. Do uh, any of you guys have any questions before I ask some more? Mohammed Abdiftah. Yes, you know, ask ask a couple more from your side, and then and then um, uh, Fatah is gonna jump on, and then uh, and then I've got a question after that, inshallah. I've okay. got a question after that, but yeah, okay. Okay. 
Okay, um, so yeah, the next thing I, I wanted to answer, um, so you spoke about building bridges um, with outside of our communities. However, within our communities, I think um, one of the problems you mentioned, which is very, very true, a lot of people are, are very individualistic in, in the world that we live in today. Um, so they, they are secluding themselves in the, you know, nafsi nafsi, they're, wor they're worrying about themselves and they're not very interested in the community. So how, how do we foster um, either for this generation or maybe for the next generation, um, a way to allow people to want to work together? Actually, we are uh, uh, still in our community, and I think still in Britain, in other words, when you are propagating the message of why for our generations, always we are talking about the perspective of work. So you have to study because your family is waiting for you. You have to study because you have to get a good job, get a good earning. Uh, you can uh, get married uh, easily. So all these things is actually uh, preventing us from seeing the reality of what we are doing. Uh, all these, th uh, these things is coming for all people around. All people in the world is needing these things. If this goes in, what is the difference then between a human being who's having a knowledge about why he is there? and between a, a human being who is just uh, doing all these things uh, and consider it the end of the, of the road. This is what he, he is willing to go for because he is, he is trying to build his, his own life without seeing that he is part of a of, of bigger project. Uh, this bigger project actually uh, is regarding the deep, deep, deepest instinct of a human being. We are not developing that. Uh, we don't have people who is worried about uh, things like their relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, their relation with, uh, with, 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 with the animals, with the human being, with the, their, their uh, goals uh, regarding the, the whole environment around us. Rahmatan lil alameen is not there. We are not building that capacity in, in the young people. So whatever you are feeding them actually, it showed its things in life. If you feed them bigger ideas from the start and they can share these ideas with others and they see themselves as an instrument of a change of the community and the world around them, then you give them the real purpose of living but we are giving their own purpose and that's why people is doing the same as we are telling them. You are an individual, you have to be suc successful in your life. Okay, I did that, I am fine, I am doing my best, I am good, have good marks in the, uh, in the school, so I'll get a, a good job and that's it. Bye-bye, thank you very much. So after that, we get these problems of uh, depression and all these things which is going on with life. So. Actually, the mistake starts from the first day because the, the father and mother is having no dreams. We are not having a manual even for the families. What they should tell their children, how they make a character in the, in the house first. So they go to school and the school doing the same thing. We are actually not uh, inserting that, that device which is make 
the life different. We are giving them the wrong devices, so they are doing the, the, the things which we are giving them. So um, I think from my side of view, uh, that the first thing we have to deliver actually, that there is, there is a moral life. There is uh, uh, an idea behind that life, which is deeper than just going on in materialistic things, which is very important to live the materialistic, but it's very important to have the meaning of all these things around us. So uh, this meaning actually uh, is part of seeing the bigger picture from the start on from life. Now our kids actually, is uh, I, I wrote a book uh, called the project, uh, the Quran uh, system, uh, the Quranic system and uh, 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 the human project. It's regarding this idea. We have to see the bigger picture that Islam is not just uh, mere, mere religion, which we go for, for Ramadan and we end up by just uh, having a festival and all these things. It's a project of life. It is deep instinct of your, 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 your inner power. So it's, it's not about bridging the, from the, for the outsiders. It's bridging inside to see that wealth which is inside. Still, we are, as Muslims, actually, we are not propagating the message rightly. It started from the home and starts from the schools and all these things. So we have to make a lot of emphasis and write a lot of books in these deep instincts instead of saying, wow, wow is not working. Without building that capacity from the childhood by seeing things, seeing people around them working with a new, uh, a new paradigm. Uh, those young generation will get the same problems in the future. So this is what I'm thinking actually. I'm thinking carefully actually in this Ramadan, I, I have a time actually to think deeply in what, what's wrong with all these ideas going around us. We, do, we did not make that bridge which is inside a bridge with ourselves actually first to build the outside bridge rightly. Yeah, I completely agree because I feel like a lot of um, the, the things that you learn when you're very young and the foundations of people um, when they are growing up is not not correct as you're saying people don't know um anything about their own religion their own they don't have any ideas of the the outside world in the future and that means later on when the media and when all these external forces come and maybe attack your ideas that you might have because they're not very developed in your head it's not uh, it's not the way to go so would you say that the first thing that um you should instill in an individual is knowledge and ideas before you can move ahead to the building bridges and working together and changing your way of thinking? Uh, this is very important, actually. Are we really uh, inserting that instrument of rahmatan lil alameen? Actually, even when we talk about Islam in our community, we are talking about Islam as uh, a religion which is having a problem with the, outside, with the outsiders. Uh, uh, it is some sort of enmity with the world in a state of harmony with the rest of the world. So the kids, they find themselves in between that they, if they adopt this model which we are propagating, they will be enemies of the whole world. And they, they try to do something which is in between, that they just live it as a habit and leave the rest for, the, for their old fathers. We have the model itself should be changed that they can see that this model which we are propagating is rahmatan lil alameen really. And it can 
be good for any other people, even if they are not Muslim. So that, that will make the difference for, for our communities and our life, actually, and the human being life as well. Thank you, Doctor. Um, Doctor, um, I've got a quick question in regards to how um, you quickly touched upon um, how to better the view of how we see the world and, and how to like look inwards and all that kind of stuff. Um, what like practical advice would you have for the young generation growing up or anyone actually um, to, that they can then implement on how to like better their view of the world uh, and how to better their view of like look, being able to like look inside and being able to like change things within themselves? Uh, I, I will put some sort of procedurals idea because people willing to see something which is one, two, three. Uh, for, for the young generation, actually. <laughs> for young generation, actually. It's uh, instead of saying a lot of things which is not meaning anything. Uh, actually, uh, this book, which we translated to English, and I think Mohammed Aman is having uh, the, the copy of it. We are now going to print it. Uh, it's about Islamic worldview. Uh, it's, uh, it's regarding how Quran in general see the world around us. How we can fit in this world with, with different religions, with different ideas, with different people. With, because no, nowhere in the world now you can segregate yourself and live alone. You will live with others. Either they are my, you are minority or you are majority, there will be others in the community. And within this otherness, how you find yourself, if you don't see yourself that the Quran is helping you to adopt this uh, humanity, our humanitarian uh, idea, uh, you will be lagging behind and you will have problems. So that the first step actually is to concentrate on the ideas which is in that book, which I think is, 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 is related to, to the Quranic ideas. Uh, uh, it, will, it will make a big difference to start off. Uh, big start for the things. The second thing which we can do actually to change that worldview is to have a manual for the families. Now, young generation people is willing to see their kids better, but they don't know the way around. They don't have a manual which is telling them this is what you have to do. Actually, we are making religious manuals which is uh, regarding a few uh, hadith, few ayah of Quran, and those young people being saturated of these talks in the families and they see the life is totally different than what they are teaching them. So getting through this dilemma of, 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 of seeing things from different prospects, we have to concentrate on small ideas and propagate that message to the kids. So uh, with, within a manual, so the family can carry these ideas uh, between time uh, for their kids. They will reach the school where they have uh, those ideas in their minds, and that will be the first uh, blueprint in their mind, which we can build upon the rest of the building. So uh, uh, I think uh, th this will help a lot, actually, by going into two the, uh, of those two steps. First is to read this book carefully for, for people who are getting the idea, and to concentrate on the simplest ideas in this book. And uh, deliver it to the families in a manual, small manual, manual, so the mothers knows what they are talking about, the fathers know what they are talking about, and that will make a good start for the whole thing. Yeah, well, I completely agree because, in fact, um, a lot of a lot of uh, families, um, parents uh, lack knowledge. Maybe they um, grew up in a place where 
they were told to just pray and, and, and to do their, uh, you know, the daily ibadat and all that kind of stuff. So they tried to install that into their kids. And um, when they lack knowledge, they try to just um, get the kids to go to the markaz or their like the duksi or anything like that to, to help uh, to help fill that gap, basically. And then you have the issue of where um, these, these markaz, they don't really have a, a blueprint for these kids. They just teach the kids um uh, like just to memorize things but i'm really teaching the meaning and how to adapt these things into their life and all that kind of stuff um so would you even say that like uh, the the blueprint needs to be implemented not only in the houses um for the for the father and the mother but also in in the markas and, and all these the facilities that that uh, kids go to on a daily basis to to learn the deen definitely i think we need the code also in the in all the teaching uh, islamic schools a code which think people those 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 kids will going to revolt somewhere on the way if they continue in the same ways because there is a huge gap between their life and whatever they are telling them in in, in those uh, in those centers and uh, without uh, uh, seeing this problem uh, in reality and trying to solve this problem I think small booklets, which shows the way ahead better than a lot of programs, which is making no difference in the life of the kids. So we have to start from the families, then those centers, and concentrating in the smallest ideas, practical ideas, they have to, to do those things. So that will make a big difference in our lives. Perfect. Zahra khair. Uh, for the um, uh, for, for the comprehensive um, uh, answer um, a question I have that uh, we've been sent in doctor is um, as you appreciate the role of women in society has changed uh, and evolved quite uh, dramatically over the past hundred years um, no more so than here uh, in the UK and, and in the Western world um, doctor in terms of um, Muslim women um, and taking a leadership, increasingly leadership or leading role in society in their respective industries, um, what is what do our Islamic traditions say about this? And what are the is it is it something that um, um, supported? Is it something that's uh, um, you know frowned upon? Is it so, you know do, do, do the women in our religion have a very specific uh, place in, in in you know for them for them to stay in or is there a more evolved understanding of uh, you know women's role and, and um, purpose in society we can find this this uh, the answer for this question uh, double folded and uh, we can see it in quran clearly and we can see it in life real life actually uh, which is uh, also an ayah of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala life is by itself is an ayah of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we can read things on the uh, on the facts which is around us so Quran is saying, وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ بَعْضُهُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ بَعْضٌ الْمُنْكَرِ So on the community, they have the same role. يَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ الْمُنْكَرِ الْمُنْكَرِ here, either political or it is religious or it's moral or whatever it is, it could be a munkar. So they, they have sharing the same things with the, with the males uh, in the community doing so telling the people the right things and doing the right thing politically economically sociologically whatever it is it is common between both now there is the biological fact 
which is the difference between, between uh, male and female and their role with the kids. And this is another fact also. So those two facts is going together. When a female is, is running the work in the house, there is difference between the role of them because she will feed the kids. She, she have more, more uh, tendency towards uh, Hanan and toward passion, uh, feeling toward the kids. Mothers is totally different ball game than, 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 than uh, fathers. Uh, having said that, when we talk about the social responsibility uh, for the community and leadership in the community, they, have, they are having the same capacity and they can go on doing those things. The balance between the, those things actually is making the, 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 the life actually uh, difficult because uh, occasionally when there is a lot of, of things which is relating to the motherhood, uh, it subtracts a few things from, uh, from uh, the community and uh, if the community is taking a lot of work, it will take something from that. So, so the balance is the problem. But in Quran, they are having the same duty. And in life, actually, we can see clearly that women can lead communities, can lead states, can do any other uh, things which is uh, in life. So uh, my, my, uh, my explanation, which is not religious, it's totally different than religious. My idea, actually, is that females during their reproductive period, uh, when the kids are small and young and uh, actually, the house uh, take 55% uh, of their energy. So there will be the rest 45 for the community. But when the kids grow up and reach their 16 and 15, and most of the mother at that time, they will be at their 40s if they are married young, uh, the, it, the, the, the percentage will be reversed. So it will be 60, 70 for the community and 30 for the, for the house. But this is my idea, actually. Of it. But I, I don't see a difference, actually, in al-amru bil-ma'ruf and al-munkar. It is the same for males and females in Quran. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor. Uh, and I think, um, um, Fatah, um, Abdul Fatah, we have one question from, from him. So, uh, just, just, be, just, be, just before Abdullahi goes into that question, uh, I just wanted to ask Doctor one quick question in regards to um, how do we identify the future leaders um, of the young generation? And and the second follow up question to that is like how do we um, facilitate for them to to be able to grow and 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 become those people that we need them to become, or for us to even uh, be able to do that kind of stuff? Actually, we are not. Uh, um, Synthesizing leaders. Leaders I, uh, actually is uh, usually they are minority in any community. But usually we are uh, making knowledge and skills available for the uh, for a bigger size of the community. And some of them will get through to be leaders because they are cut for that sort of, of action. So when we notice somebody who's having a talent, actually, we have to help him through because he will pass through st stages. Uh, occasionally when they start, they are arrogant a little bit. They are deviant a little bit. Uh, they are not listening to whatever we are saying. So we try to kill them instead of just bringing up to be leaders at the next, next stages. 
So uh, taking care of those people who is having those characters of ability to know and hard work and enthusiasm, uh, you can notice those people between their, the herds, the rest of the, of the group. Uh, but you have to give them time actually to grow through these stages of development to be real leaders after a while because there is a lot of mistakes they have to learn from on their way up to be a real leader for the communities. Occasionally we don't have the, the time and the, the, the patience uh, for those people and we kick them out. So they, they end up somewhere else and we not get uh, and we get the rest of people who is just nodding their heads and doing nothing, which is which is most common. Actually, you find them in, in groups where there, everything should be with obedience. There is a lot of heads which is nodding, but there is no work actually done. So this is this is the most important thing. Jazakallah khair for that, Sheikh. Uh, um, I 100% agree, and uh, as we can all agree. Um, youth leaderships and leaders who are uh, young they uh, are a great asset um, but the problem we have in some communities is um, if you are very young and you talk about uh, ideologies or things you want to do um, the older generation will say you know what do you know about life you were born yesterday so how do we uh, communicate with the older generation to step aside and let the youth kind of come up? It's, it's, this, is the, this is a very difficult question, it's actually in traditional communities. And even in, 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 in developed communities, actually, people is not leaving their grounds for the young generation easily. And that's why Arnold Tomby actually, he talked about the, how a creative group uh, after years in power, they turn to be oppressive groups for the, for the new uh, creative people. Uh, we have to teach our kids to be resilient and to work hard actually, to get through these problems because that's make their characters our leaders. Not because we are paving way for them to go ahead, but because, because they can work it hard actually to get through. So uh, time will come, but I think uh, right now it's very difficult actually to move those old people from uh, uh, from the, 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 the situation where they are in. So this still, even a Prophet Muhammad when he come to them, he will say, you are young and you don't know actually, we know everything. <laughs> so it's the same story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's, one of, it's one of the universal truths that has remained true for a very long time, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jassim, um, thank you so much for your time. I think um, um, we're going to conclude with, with, with my question. Um, and my question is a, it's a simple one, Dr. You've alluded to the need for a kind of a, a, a manual um, for families, for uh, you know, educational institutions we can uh, you know use to teach and implement the kind of um depth in of knowledge and understanding in the next generation um is that something you're uh, developing on now is that something you're working on now to develop? yeah actually yeah i'm actually working on, on that okay uh, and hopefully we will get something in um, inshallah in hand uh, the next uh, nine or ten, ten months from now 
we are working on that for our community, but it can be some sort developed for Britain or something else, uh, somewhere else uh, in the future. So we are working in that. Still, even yeah. we are in, in a community where it's a small, relaxed community, still we don't have those manuals, which is telling the, the mothers and fathers what they want to do and telling the teachers what they have to do or not to do, actually because uh, that's the most important thing. We don't have the, the, the main lines which we work on as communities. So everybody is trying whatever he knows to do, even if going to Sheikh to make Rukia or to somebody to make some sort of uh, magic or whatever it is, uh, because this is what they need, <laughs> reality. So we, we, we have to work hard, actually. Okay. And a follow-up question to that, Doctor. Um, you mentioned that you've uh, written about 18 books. I think that, that was the number that you gave uh, initially. Um, are those books in Arabic and English? Uh, and if they are in Arabic, uh, are there any plans in translating them soon? Actually, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, uh, one of those books being translated to English. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to some enthusiastic people to translate the rest of them. <laughs> because I can't translate uh, the books in English, actually. I can't translate them. But actually, my English is not that good. I don't have the feeling. I'm, I, always when I was in Britain, actually, somebody said, oh, do you know English? I said, no. So, but you can speak English. I said, no, no. I can't speak English. But I am still, I'm not laughing in a joke in English. <laughs> because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so that's the difference I mean, between somebody who knows English and somebody who yeah. is just yeah, I mean, clashing I mean, I with the service. I, 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 I disagree. I disagree, Doctor. I think your grasp of the English language is amazing, mashallah. May Allah reward you. Uh, Dr. Jasim, thank you so much for your time. It's been an incredibly illuminating conversation. Obviously, uh, this kind of topic and, and these kind of themes and issues aren't going to be uh, fully developed and fleshed out within, uh, within, within 60 minutes. Um, but, you know, this was a uh, kind of a very brief and, 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 and good introduction to these ideas and concepts. Uh, inshallah, in the future, um, we look forward to you know, the materials and the book that you've uh, translated for it to be um, uh, printed. Uh, and hopefully, uh, we will look forward to um, doing more things with you in the future, inshallah. Um, uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, and I think on that point, uh, we're going to conclude this session. Thank you for everyone for watching. Um, uh, we've been Scope. I've been Salman. Uh, Mahmoud, Yasin, and Abdul Fattah. Again, I'll tell you, thank you for joining. Leave comment, like, and subscribe. And um, until next time, and learn Arabic because these books are not in English. Thank you, Dr. Salah. Thank you, Dr. Salah.